0: Welcome to the Closer and Closer podcast, a podcast about expanding your creative capacity. Each week we interview inspiring creatives to help you grow your freelance career. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Closer and Closer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Andrea mejia Madriz, and I'm a part of the Artist Marketing and Partnerships team here at Closer and Closer. Today's guest loves all kinds of strong colors, comics, screen printings, Swiss design, and Japanese illustrations. After completing an internship at the online art magazine and graduating as a Bachelor's of Arts, she's worked as a freelancer for different clients and creates her own unique works. Welcome to the podcast, all the way from Berlin, Anna Ruprecht. Did I say the last name right? I always like to check.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's very hard in English, but... It's
0: not too bad. It could be worse. Um, I'm so excited to have
1: you on. Yes, I'm also very excited. Thank you for the intro.
0: (laughs) Of course, yeah. Our listeners wouldn't know, but we've been trying to get this episode together for a long time, and we just kept running into different roadblocks with COVID and you know everything going on in the world, but I'm so excited to finally have you and get to chat with you because I just love your work so much. Me too. <laughs> awesome. So we'll get started again with the basics as per usual. Um, I'd love to start off with you telling us just a little bit about yourself, your work, and how you got to where you are now. I know I mentioned that you did that internship and you have a Bachelor's yeah. of Arts, but I'd love to hear kind of you know, how your creative journey started and, and how you got here today.
1: Yeah. Hi, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm Anna Rupprecht, or Rupprecht in German, so okay. you can decide. Um, <laughs> I'm 28 years old, and I'm from originally from Dresden, which is a smaller town in East Germany. Um, but when I was younger, I always knew that I wanted to go to the capital and live there. Um, Berlin is so much cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think Berlin is a super nice place for creatives and um, you can live like you want to, you can love who you want to yeah. and you can wear what you want to. So Berlin for me was always a symbol of freedom. So I, I always wanted to go there. So I, immediately moved there after my, um, after graduating school. And um, yeah, before I started university, I, or my, 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 uh, Creative career in general, um, I had various jobs. <laughs> for example, for an Italian shoe store, um, a clothes store, um, or even as a supermarket cashier. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, but I knew that I I was always into arts and I love being creative. So, mm-hmm. um, for example, when I was younger, I, I used to draw for hours with my mother in the living room and, um, I always started to cry when I thought her drawings were better than mine because she's (laughs) also, I I would say she's also talented and, um, yeah, I, I read a lot of comics. I learned how to read with comics and, um, later on it was like mangas and, um, yeah, so basically in school, art was the only su- subject I was really good at and um, it gave me a lot of confidence, I would say, mm-hmm. when I was a teenager. So um, yeah, after graduating high school, I moved to Berlin and I had these various jobs I told you about <laughs> and um, then I got accepted for communications design um which Mm -hmm. is like graphic design
0: um
1: at the University of Applied Sciences. And um at that time I I already published my drawings on Facebook just for fun. Yeah. And um so I landed my first job via Facebook (laughs) actually. Um because um a friend of mine he saw my drawings and then um and he was working at a hip-hop magazine and mm. um, he asked me to make free illustrations for this magazine and I was totally blown away. Yeah. But I also had to learn how to draw digital um, mm. because I I was always working with some markers on paper. Yeah. So um, a colleague of mine from this cloth store I was working at, she um, showed me how to do it, and she is now a very um, popular tattoo artist in Berlin, Simona Simona Simone Klimek. So I'm I'm I will be always thankful <laughs> for her advices, and um, yeah. Later on, I participated in a lot of competitions. I sent out a lot of postcards to all the magazines. Yeah. Um, in Germany and, um, because I really wanted to land more jobs, but it was very hard work at the beginning. I have to, I have to say. Did and you do that all
0: while you were still in school? Like, were you balancing both
1: yes, school exactly. and like getting work out there? Yes, I did this there? parallel. Yeah. Oh because, goodness. um, yeah, like university or this, um, this study in general, it was more like a backup because, mm-hmm. uh, I was also very interested in graphic design and I, I could, combine it with illustration. So it was actually very nice because I um, there were a lot of projects going on and a lot of courses and you you could try out a lot. You could also do photographies mm-hmm. or colleges. And yeah, so this was a, a nice playground before yeah. joining the um, career <laughs> I yeah. am doing now. So um yeah. So, but but before I graduated from university, um, I had already worked for a lot of international clients like the New Yorker, Netflix, oh. uh, Universal Music. So it was a bit easier for me to um, start into the freelance Yeah, life. that's amazing. And
0: you already had yeah. something established before you even you know graduated school and had to figure it out. All yeah exactly
1: yeah I I was very grateful for all the opportunities I already had there mm-hmm. but it was also a lot of work and yeah of course uh, a lot of days where I was super depressed because no one was coming back to my postcards or mails or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah but it took some time but it was it, I think it was good that I already started back in university yeah um so now I'm with Closer and Closer for two years, <laughs> which is also very nice because I, <laughs> I love to work with more international clients and yeah. it's it really opened a new world to me because there's so much exchange between all the different illustrators yeah. and so much to learn about. So it feels more professional now <laughs> to have you by my side, to oh, be honest. I'm so glad. <laughs> Yeah, but I think so. In general, you can say that my 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 entire work is very influenced by my childhood years and mm-hmm. reading a lot of Simpson comics. Yeah, and, um, I also so my childhood was not the easiest ones. Uh, my parents got divorced when I was pretty young. I think I was four, and mm, they had different partners, and um, so. Illustration was also kind of a safe space for me, like mm-hmm. a dreamed up world where I can hide. And
0: yeah. Yeah. So. I think it's so interesting to see like where you all, you know, because obviously like a lot of you on the roster, like develop these entire universes of like all these characters and it all is really cohesive and like a whole space. And I think it's so interesting to see kind of where that stems from. Cause like last week yeah. I was talking to Asia um and she was saying how like she's super extroverted which is like very rare for an artist i feel like (laughs) and that's kind of where it came from and i think that for yeah it's interesting to hear like how it can be born from such a different experience of like for you you know it was really an escape from from your reality and the people around you it was kind of like building your own little world
1: yeah also my parents had to work a lot because they were both working at the hospital Mm -hmm. um and when they got me, they were still studying, so um I was all it, it was a lot of time that I was alone or yeah, or myself and also maybe a bit bored yeah so I think but this is I think this is the source of creativity coming up maybe totally.
0: so both of your parents you said worked at a hospital mm-hmm. that's interesting. So, did you ever feel like pressure from them or maybe feel like uncomfortable, you know, going into such a creative field that can be so unstable when like, you know, usually if your parents were yeah, in a hospital, yeah, yeah. their their life is a lot <laughs> more stable and safe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think it was pretty clear to them back then that I won't join them with a medical <laughs> career because um, I was super bad in science and I can't see any blood. It's horrible. Really? <laughs> now even if it's just from my thief or something, (laughs) it's really horrible. Um, but I think, yeah, in the beginning it it was very hard for them to understand that this is a real job and Mm -hmm. not just a hobby or a side job or, um, whatever, so that you can really make a living out of this. And, um, now, of course, they are super proud. And yeah. I think it's, it, it always works when you can show them something they know, like the magazine they are also reading from yeah. time to time, or I don't know, advertisement spot. So, yeah, something they can show also to other family members. Totally. <laughs> so,
0: totally.
1: um, yeah, but now they are super proud and super convinced that this is my, my path to go. Um, yeah, yeah think, but it was not always like this, I yeah, would
0: say. Yeah, totally. And I feel like that, because I had a pretty similar experience, like both of my parents, you know, did business and got their MBAs and have like super high achieving, like crazy, just mm. interesting jobs. And I remember when I went to university, my mo- I started off uh, in a medical track and like my mom, I've talked about this a few times on the oh, podcast, okay. but like my mom was really pushing for me to do it. You know, she's like, you'll yeah. go to medical school and that'll be what you do. And then when I was kind of like, I think I want to do communications and like marketing and something a little bit different, it was definitely, I feel like it's, you know, it's scary for them to be like, oh, you know, it's not a stable or like, you know, I don't know how she's going to make it work. And I Mm. think it really pushes you and maybe you felt a similar experience, but it really pushes you to like prove yourself. And so that was like in college when I was getting my degree, I interned like every single quarter of college and like always had you know, like an internship or like a job on the side doing marketing or something. In, in that was like a little bit more creative. It was usually in the music industry when I was in college, but oh, I hmm. felt like I really, you know, had to find those opportunities and like really push myself to get out there just because I had, I felt like I had to be like, look, mom, like I I can do it. You know, it's <laughs> not, we're not just wasting money on this degree. And like, um, you know, I'm not going to end up without a job. Like I really felt like that motivated me to you know, find those opportunities for myself and, like, make it work early. And I don't know if it was a similar experience for you as well because, you know, with the freelancing on the side.
1: Yeah, totally, because um, I already told you about all the shitty drugs I did. So for them, it was always clear that they won't support me if I'm not studying or anything like this. And um, so, but I'm very... Grateful that I I've already experienced other kinds of work because yeah. now I can really. It makes me much more happier to to earn my money from what I do now. So yeah. I can I can see this now much more clear clearer and also also when I started studying because I'm I didn't start studying um after um after school i mm-hmm. had like a little break where i was just working in this shoe shop or yeah whatever and um so it, the experience of studying was much more interesting and exciting after having one year of working and yeah. <laughs> so i think in 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 the in the us it's a bit different because it's also like in Germany um the fees for studying are absolutely not high yeah. <laughs> in comparison to the US. So um it's actually very easy Doable. to yeah. to study or not to study. So I think there's also much more pressure in the US behind it because you know you have You're to spending all this money. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So it's also a very privileged situation. But um is. yeah.
0: Yeah, no, no that's I'm, amazing. Awesome. I,
1: I think, and I'm also I think that um, I'm I'm believing in destiny. So I think everything, nothing is, um, so everything has its sense mm-hmm. in, in life. But you you can't always see it in this moment. But yeah. in the retro perspective, you can see.
0: Yeah, what it absolutely. was good for. <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah. No, I get it um but yeah that's amazing I think you know so much of yeah what you do now is so indicative and I think it's really cool that like from the beginning you were like you know I want to be in Berlin these are the things I'm interested in doing and like I'm gonna make it happen for myself um you know it's cool that even though you grew up somewhere that was like a small town and like probably a a lot different from Berlin and not as open you you still had a really great sense of who you were and what you wanted to do because I know that can be difficult not totally yeah Speaking of, you know, what you do and the things that you're interested in, one of the things that I love about you and your work is that, like, you're not afraid to make work about what's important to you. I think, you know, that's the conversation that I've had with a couple artists is, you know, it can be hard to balance, like, making a statement and also not wanting to alienate clients or whatever it is. Um, But like, yeah, whether it's female empowerment, politics, anything in between, you'll always say it with your art have you always been so outspoken about your beliefs and like your ethos and if not like how did you get to this point I would
1: say honestly that I was always that open um but I think it's also easier if you have like art to express yourself and not just words (laughs) but um I think it's what what it makes easier for me is that I, I experienced very early that there are so many people dealing with the same thoughts or mm-hmm. topics or that they are just feeling understood by yeah. for example my illustrations um that really pushes me forward and motivates me and opens me up even more mm-hmm. and um it feels like a connecting point with people i have the yeah, feeling so definitely. it's like you you are you are pushing something out there and then it's like an experiment you can see if people are connecting with you if they can understand if they can relate so i know it it takes some courage to to share your point of view on mm-hmm. the internet because um, there's always um like risk that there are also negative
0: yeah, comments
1: about mm-hmm. it. But um in general I think that it's so much nicer to to get in contact with various people and um I think we are all depending a bit on likes and encouragement. Yeah. I think you Absolutely. you will agree with me, but um I think that social media can be such a nice place to, totally. to know that you are not alone. Especially in a time like this, like a pandemic. So it's nice to see that other people can relate with you or your feelings or yeah. the insecurities you have at the moment and um yeah, I would say don't stop, just keep moving.
0: I think that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah, again, like coming from a smaller town because I I not that my town was really I guess it was small growing up but it was a similar thing it was like a small town and it really felt like a bubble like everybody kind of thought the same way and like was very similar yeah um and I think for me growing up like the internet was definitely a place where I learned so much about the world outside of what my immediate surroundings and I you know I also found a lot of solace in connecting with people that way like I was I loved Tumblr I was always on Twitter you know I was one of those girls um And so I'm sure that like putting your actual work out there and like seeing that positive reaction, like whether it was on Facebook or like later on Mm. um, with clients and stuff, I'm sure that was, you know, not just validating, but like comforting in a way, you know?
1: By the way, I have like a Tumblr blog for 12 years now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, I really, I loved Tumblr when I was younger. And even now I'm sometimes there just yeah. checking. And I, it was my first source of um, inspiration
0: yeah. when I was younger. It was incredible. I loved Tumblr so much growing yeah. up. It was, <laughs> I definitely, I still think about it sometimes. I still have the app on my phone and I... I've recently, I think I talked about this last week, but I've been trying to find like a new hobby because I just don't, I feel like I don't do anything outside of work. And every once in a while I'm like, I should get back on Tumblr. Like that was fun. Yeah,
1: I love, it. I, I I still love it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I'm happy that it's still there because I was, sometimes I was afraid that maybe... Hamlet is going off, but no, absolutely it's still there.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. I think I need to like get back on and find new people to follow and figure out like where <laughs> the community is because mine's definitely dead, but I need to find, you know, where it's still thriving.
1: Yeah. Now there are like su- suggestions um, mm-hmm. in your feed. So oh
0: nice, should be easy for you. Easy for discovery. Love it. Awesome. So yeah, like I said earlier, you know, female empowerment is such a big theme across like pretty much all your work. Um, this is kind of like a, you know, a little bit of a tough question. But do you ever feel like you're boxing yourself in by sticking to these topics? Like, how do you keep mm-hmm. it fresh? Um, and like, you know, keep feeling inspired when so much of your work has to do with you know similar topics and subjects?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right that uh, female empowerment is like my my main topic, and mm-hmm. a lot of clients I worked with. They were very focused on this um, on this topic, and they because they knew that I'm identifying a lot with this yeah. um, with female empowerment. But to come back to your question, I think um, I mean first of all, I'm a woman, and yeah. I'm facing this reality every day. So I still don't see equality in our society mm-hmm. and um i mean there's progress but we are still not still there. far <laughs> from yeah. so i think there are still a lot of stories to be told and um i'm not really tired of telling them so i think there's still enough left for yeah. us <laughs> and um but of course I know that female empowerment and feminism became kind of a commercial commercial mm-hmm. terms and um but I think that doesn't mean that um that all the differences in our society are solved yet so um I didn't have a lack of inspiration yeah. yet I love it to say it like this but yeah um but maybe it's also because I have a lot of great women in my surrounding are yeah. so nice friends and they are so empowering and we have a lot of talks about very different topics but they are a lot of them are based on differences and um yeah that there's no that. equality yet so mm-hmm. um yeah I feel very inspired by them I have to say I so
0: shout yeah. out I think that's <laughs> but, amazing um
1: But of course, I also like to work um, with other topics from time Mm -hmm. to time. (laughs) And um, um, sometimes I also like if I don't, I'm not too focused on um, serious topics. So I also Mm -hmm. like to work with humoristic topics as well. And um, yeah, I think that's the good thing to be an artist because you can always control what you want to take um, the direction to or um, what you want people to see or to focus on. So yeah, totally.
0: yeah I think it's great. And, and also, you can
1: always change. So yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's amazing. And yeah, I'm a big fan of female friendships. And I think that so like, I owe so much of the things that I've done to like those amazing, you know, women and girls that I've become friends with throughout my life. And you know, they're, they are such a big source of inspiration. I think it's important to have those people that you can have those conversations yeah. with. Um, because otherwise it's just like, what are you, you know, what are you going to do? Like you get lost. in Yeah, your and head. It's, it's
1: really funny because you're growing together. You are also getting older together. So the first friends in my surrounding are getting children or, um, mm-hmm. they are in um, relationships and it's just, interesting to see how how they split the work with the children or how what kind of relationship um, are they focused on and yeah. yeah so it's still a lot of inspiration there also some of my single friends they <laughs> have so nice stories to tell about some Tinder guys and yeah. <laughs> like... They are ghosting or they are getting ghosted and stuff like that. So there's, yeah, there are so many stories out there. Yeah, never a lack
0: of stories when you have a (laughs) a big group of female friends. There's always something going on. And I totally get it. I love it. Um, This is a little off topic, but I know you're also super into fashion, which I want to touch on because... Oh, yes. I love it. Have you, (laughs) first of all, have you always been into fashion? Because I remember growing up, I was like that weird girl at my high school that would always get like way too dressed up to go to school. And people would always come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, like you look so nice. I could never pull that off. (laughs) And I was just like the odd one out. So I want to know what your experience was and like when you started getting into it and how you grew that love.
1: I think I was always interested in finding new interpretation of oh. fashion. Like when I was, I'm just remembering when I was uh, back in school. I had like a audio CD as a necklace, oh that's and, awesome, or a scissor, and um, I had like pink hair, orange hair, yep. blonde hair. <laughs> everything, or I had, like, um, you have a a bracelet, and then um, they are, like, these little gums. Oh. And I had, like, neon green. That's so funny. Little bands, yeah. 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 Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So I think, yeah, a lot of people from school I've never talked to, but um, they all knew me, and they were like, this is crazy, Anna.
0: So. Yeah, I get that feeling. I so, was the same.
1: So I don't know if it's like, it. I I, I can't say if it was like good taste or something. <laughs> but um, yeah, I always did my thing. So, and I was always interested in new items.
0: And, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I was the same way. I was always, yeah, I made some questionable decisions for sure, but I really enjoyed it. So I guess that's got to count for something, right? <laughs> And
1: Um, I also I I wore heelys um, to school, (laughs) so maybe I was a little attention grabber. Exactly,
0: (laughs) (laughs) you you wanted to show off. You were like, I got these sick shoes. (laughs) That is so funny. Yeah, and I also obviously I love that you found a way to combine fashion and your love of illustration too. Like those are I feel like two big loves in your life that you put together.
1: Yeah. because it's like these uh childhood games where you have like a book and you can there's like a doll and you can put um the clothes on mm-hmm. on the woman or the man or whatever so um i like this like i i can decide what the person is wearing and yeah. um, or if there's a new definition of a hat or uh, accessory so yeah, I like this and I I really I save a lot of style sports on my phone yeah. <laughs> for my next illustrations. So, um I Yeah, I think it also it yeah, it came from the idea that um, uh, that as an illustrator you also like to work with a lot of fashion brands mm-hmm. for it for me it's like this. So, um I I really like to combine these these two things and yeah. makes it much more cooler. I have
0: Yeah, to totally. It. <laughs> no, absolutely. And what is it exactly that like draws you to fashion? Like what is it about that space that you're so into? Like, is it the self-expression? Is it how much you can play around there? Like what's your favorite part? Yeah, I that?
1: think it's the self-expression and also um, like to, to give, elements in your definition like this mm-hmm. audio city I wore as a necklace. Yeah. Like you can just you can play around. There are no boundaries for you. You can just totally. you can just try out and with illustration it's even nicer because when you're a fashion designer you also have to be good in um crafting things mm-hmm. or sewing things. And yeah. um when I'm drawing I can just I can I can th- try out things and yeah. I can try out patterns or different textiles and yeah it's just it's just nice to play around
0: yeah you can dream up literally whatever you want and it'll be there yeah beautifully
1: or you can put a goldfish into a high heel. or I yeah, love that. Cool. yeah,
0: yeah I love that illustration I think it's so fun and yeah it's such like a form of self-expression I love mm-hmm. you know I'm the kind of person where, like, anytime I leave the house, I want to be wearing a cute outfit just because, like, it makes me feel more like me. Yeah,
1: Um, yeah, I know these days. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and it's fun that you, like, get to do that in your work, too, and, like, put that into your illustrations, even if it's not necessarily, like, you know, that's not the point. You're still getting so much of your personality in there just through the outfits and, like, the the look that you're putting together. But it's
1: funny because when I was younger, I I dreamed of becoming a fashion designer and studying fashion design. But I think I I took the right decision because um, I'm not good in um, cutting and sewing and totally yeah so I think I'm (laughs) you're in the right (laughs) path yeah
0: (laughs) yeah yesterday I went to dinner with a couple friends and it was like a casual like taco dinner and I sit down at the table and my friend turns to me and goes you're dressed like a Blues Clues character today. I don't know if that's a compliment, but like I'll take it as one. Thank you so much. <laughs> i would do the same. So. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's fun. Um, awesome. Something that... Well, first of all, would you describe yourself as an introvert or an extrovert?
1: I think it depends because I'm not always an extrovert, I have to say. It really mm-hmm. depends. I don't know why because when I'm... So, for example, my work gives me a lot of confidence, really. Mm-hmm. I think... Ninety percent of my confidence is from my work, and um, but I can also be shy. Um, yeah. Also, with this podcast, I'm always shy to speak English, so <laughs> I'm always I'm often afraid of situations. But if I'm if I decide to take the opportunity and just jump in, like yeah, I I had various situations like this, like. Life drawing for example which mm. was a very high pressure for me because yeah. people are actually looking at your hands and what you're doing or um also video shoots um i'm very happy about these opportunities and that i i took them but i'm when i when i read like the requests i'm always like no i'm not gonna do it yeah. and then i'm and thinking and thinking and then i'm doing it and then afterwards i feel even better then i'm um, i get a real push yeah and yeah i think it's it was a long way for me because um when i was a teenager i i had i didn't have so much self-esteem but people were thinking that i have a lot of self-esteem mm-hmm. because of how i how i looked or how i dressed but um no, it wasn't always the case. Maybe it's also like a masquerade.
0: Yeah, but, um, you yeah. faked it till you made it.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, I really have to say that my work gives me so much confidence in life because really? I feel like there's a place for me where I belong and where I'm good at. And yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah and I think that's so beautiful, you know, because it's it it's just such a perfect combination of like what you love doing. What gives you confidence, and like what you can, you know, like make a good living off of, and like live your life with? It's, yeah, it's such an exciting combination of like everything you could want. Maybe and
1: like- to, to going back to this point of sharing with an audience, it's mm-hmm. it's so nice because I'm also I feel understood by other people, and that also gives me confidence to go on and do what I do. And um, yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because something that, I mean, the reason why I asked that question is that something I find with a lot of artists on the roster is that they really struggle to, like, put themselves out there. And it's, like, not necessarily their work, obviously, because that's, again, like, a big point of confidence for many of you. And, like, you know, they they know it's good. They know that they're good at what they do. But when it comes to, like, sharing themselves, their personal lives, and, like, even Mm -hmm. just their face... Um, it tends to be more of a struggle for the for the artists that I've met. And so I think it's so like impressive and commendable that you still, you know, you take on those opportunities, even though you don't always feel a hundred percent confident going into them. You yeah, know?
1: but I think that came with time. I, it was also like an um exercise because in the beginning, that was also, Hard for me. Also, see myself. For example, like right now, there's a TV commercial in Germany where yeah. you can see me. So my oh, my father amazing. called me yesterday. He was like, "Oh my god, I was I was watching <laughs> TV and then there was an advertisement and it was you." And so that's so cool. Um, and of course, I see myself with much more critical eye. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't like my face in this scene. Or, but it's a good exercise to just think like fuck it (laughs) it's out there so just go with the flow but um yeah I think so nowadays I think many brands are more interested in working with creatives and Mm -hmm. um I think they like the idea of the artist like a like a creative mastermind Mm -hmm. and um this also adds more personality to the brand, yeah absolutely so, um and to open up for this world, like also showing your face or talk to people or um giving an insight in your private life, yeah, it's also kind of an opportunity to work more interdisciplinary, and I like mm-hmm. this um this idea that you can also for example, work with a brand on a TV commercial and they are like my prints in the back and I'm just decorating. And because it's all, it's, it's still me. It's still what I like to do. So it's not like a typical advertisement. It's totally, um,
0: you're not an actress. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's still my personality in there. And, um, so I'm also, I'm, I can say I'm proud that I'm I can also do advertisement and I'm also proud and because it yeah. gives me a lot also it gives me a lot of freedom because of course there's a financial stability mm-hmm. when doing this collaboration or collaborations and um, it also gives me more time for
0: private work or for totally.
1: yeah so because you don't it's constantly a-
0: have to be doing client work if you have these other exactly. opportunities outside of that yeah
1: it's like a win-win situation for both because the brand is um has like a more personality and um i think you always have to think for whom you would work like Mm -hmm. what are their
0: values values. yeah
1: so but um no i i like this that i i have the feeling that there's a lot change in the industry like yeah it's more focused on the artist and the personality but I think it's also totally fine if you just want to share your work and there Mm -hmm. are so many very talented very popular illustrators out there there that are just uh, sharing their work and not showing their face and that's
0: absolutely it's also
1: working but um it's just another possibility you can add to your portfolio of yeah. career. So, um, totally. And I think for me, it it works and I, I like it. But I it. it's it's still funny because um, when an opportunity like this knocks, I'm always like, oh my God, no, <laughs> I can't do this. And then I'm like, yes, you can no, do this. <laughs> so I have to motivate myself. And afterwards, I'm like, Ooh, I have so much power.
0: So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit of that imposter syndrome too, you know, because sometimes yeah. I get I get so shy about like the podcast or now recently yeah. I've been making reels for like the Closer and Closer Instagram. Yes, I love and, them. Yes. I'm always liking them. So <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, anytime my friends bring it up to me, like outside of work, you know, like my friends just in life, They'll bring it up and I just get so red and shy. And I'm like, don't talk about it. Like, because uh. I, I get a little bit of that imposter syndrome, you know, where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And like, I just, I'm, you know, I feel silly, but it really is like once, you know, it's always like that first step of doing it and like getting yourself to do it is yeah. the hardest. Like I remember when Drew told to me.
1: overcome your inner Yeah, hurdles. that's always the hardest. And then
0: once you do it, yeah. you know, it's fine. And you don't, you know, you don't have, it's not it's never been a bad thing. You know, I've never done something like that and been like, that was awful and I hated every moment of it. I think I never want to do it again. I always come out of, you know, these conversations or like any opportunity like that being like, oh, that was actually like fun and fine and totally okay and I would do it again. But for some reason, every time that another opportunity pops up like that, it's like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I want to do it. (laughs) It's so so funny.
1: Why are we like this? Because I I know it from all my friends and... Yeah, maybe it's live. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like, like we try to protect ourselves because we're like, maybe yeah. this is going to be the one that doesn't go well, which it never <laughs> is. But, you know. And I and do I mean, think... It, yeah. 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 I think also for artists that like don't... Obviously, you know, there are artists that aren't comfortable sharing their face or like putting themselves out there so much. But I think there is... Like there's so many different ways nowadays to show pieces of yourself, right? Like even if just in a caption. Exactly. You yeah. just write a little bit about, you know, an experience that you had. I think any point of connection like that is so valuable because you're right. I think brands now value so much more than ever, like the person behind the work and they want somebody Mm -hmm. that lines up with, you know, what they believe is a brand or like what the campaign is about. Like they, they're really looking for more and more of those opportunities to work with somebody that's like super aligned with what they're doing. So I, I definitely always encourage our artists, like even if it's not, you know, Filming a commercial and, like, putting yourself yeah. out there in that way. Like, just share a little bit more in a story or share a little bit more in a caption and, like, that'll go a exactly. long way in the eyes of a client or just, you know, in the eyes of other people for connection.
1: Yeah, but I because I think actually the audience, they want to see more insights. How, mm-hmm. how is the life of a freelancer or yeah. how is this creative lifestyle or... um what are the struggles, maybe? And mm-hmm. um, so it's like this for me. I was always wondering how 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 is she doing this mm-hmm. or this or how or can she make a living out of it? So yeah. I think that's very interesting. I mean, the um, the finished piece is also very interesting of and course. very nice and a big inspiration. But it's also nice to see what's behind. So yeah, but all, I think everyone has to decide for their own if they totally. want to show their face or private life. But I mean, I think maybe it's more about this signature, like a signature move. Like mm-hmm. you can also wear a, a mask all yeah. the time on your social media, so people will connect you with this mask and
0: totally. You yeah, you can also I think be that's famous. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a really great point. It's all about just having like a signature thing that people can know you by. But yeah, I think yeah. it's it's nice. And like again, I think the reason why so many people we've seen this a lot with artists on the roster this quarter too is like just the amount of burnout that we've seen in terms of, you know, with like social media and like having an online presence because I mean, up until recently, I feel like a lot of it's always expected that an artist feed is like curated and beautiful. Like when I started working it Closer and Closer, that was like the most common comment that I got is like, well, I don't want to post anything that's like not perfect or like I don't want to, you know, show anything that's Mm. not like a completely finished piece that I'm super proud of. And I think now like after COVID and I mean, obviously it's still going on, but as we kind of start to gain back some normality and like don't have to live our lives entirely online, like people are so fatigued by that and like so tired of you know, having to curate everything and having to live their lives completely online and yeah. doing that while also feeling like you have to be perfect is so, so difficult. So I think yeah, I mean, I'm hoping pressure. more than ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like we can, you know, relieve some of that pressure and that you guys can feel, you know, more comfortable just being yourselves or doing what feels right for you guys without having to worry about like, oh, you know, is this client piece exactly perfect and like everything mm-hmm. that I want. Uh, yeah, it's
1: funny because I think the best output comes when you you're not under pressure, when you are like, okay, so nothing is moving. Yeah. Like this was for me, it was when um when there was the first lockdown period mm-hmm. back then, two years ago, <laughs> <That's> whatever. <crazy. laughs> and um I felt like okay, the 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 world is coming to a stop. Mm-hmm. And I was I was super convinced that there are no job opportunities knocking. So yeah. I was like, hmm, okay. So now everything is free. Everything is on hold, and we can't do anything. Yeah. And then I had so many nice ideas. Like when <laughs> I when I went to sleep, I had to make some. I, I had to tip it down on my phone because That's it was crazy. just too much. And I sometimes I miss this time.
0: Because yeah. now
1: sometimes I'm always a bit under pressure, like, mm, can I, can I show the people something or,
0: yeah,
1: or maybe I don't have something, but what, what can I, sh- so it's, it's not that natural, you know what I yeah. mean? Like,
0: yeah. Not that's the what natural Aisha,
1: floor. yeah,
0: that's what Aisha was saying last week too. She was talking about when she used to work, I believe also at a supermarket, she was like, you know, doing something doing a job that she basically hated. And she was like, it was the most boring, like mind numbing work you could ever do. And she said, she was like, that was the time that I was coming up with the most creative ideas because I had to be there at work yeah, doing nothing. And like just sitting there, I couldn't use my phone. I couldn't do anything other than just sit with my thoughts. And she said, she was like, I wish I could still access that like state in my brain because it was like the best ideas came to her during that time. So it's so interesting how like, you know, you would think when you're doing more, you have more to pull from, so you have more ideas, but it doesn't tend to be that way.
1: Yeah, it's so funny that you're mentioning this because um, in the beginning um, of my career, I also had an office job parallel Mm -hmm. to my studies and parallel to illustrating. And I I was also not allowed to use my phone or do anything else and i had also so many nice ideas <laughs> so and sometimes i really i really miss the time and the smell of coffee and office and paper and i don't yeah. know and just sitting there and having like a boring job and because now it's it's more free and um on one hand i have the stability of nice major clients mm-hmm. and very exciting working opportunities, but also I sometimes. But maybe it's also because um, culture is not there again, like yeah. not like it was before COVID. Like I know there are some exhibitions and stuff, but it's not the same. Yeah, not the same. Um, at all. But yeah, I think there's. I have kind of lack of inspiration at the moment because. Um, it's this working life and I really, I love it and I still have some ideas. So, <laughs> <Yeah, we're
0: good laughs> no worries, but,
1: but this, this really boring time in the beginning of this pandemic when we were at the first lockdown, I would never forget this because I, I was so convinced that I won't have any jobs in the next months and yeah. I will just be at home and I don't know, doing nothing and then there was so much popping out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. And hopefully, you know, that's why we need our breaks. That's why we need our rest, our time away from what we're doing. Yeah. No matter how much you love what you're doing, it is hard to just keep going forever and ever indefinitely. And like, you know, keep coming up yeah, with those and ideas. Yeah, maybe also
1: for me it's also sometimes hard because I love social media. I love Instagram and also TikTok.
0: Yeah, no? me too.
1: <laughs> but it's like endless. You when you open the app um,
0: Yeah. It's, like, it's impossible to be bored now.
1: Yeah, exactly. And maybe we have to turn off our phones yeah. from, from time to time to just have time for our head.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe so, we'll send all the artists on the roster to like a cabin in the woods for a couple weeks and like take oh your phones God. and just be like figure it out could be
1: crazy <laughs> i don't know could I be know. nice
0: <laughs> yeah awesome well i think it's almost time to wrap up so don't want to cut the conversation short but this has been lovely and i want to yes. ask you the last question or final question of every pod tell the people where they can find you
1: You can find me mainly on Instagram because this is a lot more updated. (laughs) And uh, um, Anna Rupprecht uh, with double P um, underscore studio. Beautiful. Because there's also a very um, popular um, sports person who's also called Anna Rupprecht. So I had to take this name. (laughs) Yeah, and also my website is AnnaRupprecht.com. Dot com. Beautiful. So, thank you so please much, check Anna. it out.
0: <laughs> oh, they better. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. It was a very nice conversation. Of course.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Closer and Closer podcast don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to receive the latest episodes. You don't want to miss some of the incredible conversations that we have coming up. They'll be full of powerful insight to help you reach your full creative potential. To find out more about us, visit www.closerandcloser.co.